Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts, especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributors. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Jesus said, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Pilgrim found herself at the edge of an empty field. She was surrounded by other people, and yet she was entirely alone. She didn't recognize anyone, nor did anyone meet her gaze or acknowledge her presence in any way. For a minute or two, Pilgrim was completely baffled. What is this place, she asked herself. How did I get here? About this time, Pilgrim noticed the clouds. At one edge of the sky, all the clouds were saturated in a spreading palette of color. As she watched, an intense light rose above the vertebrae of the distant mountains. The sun was a molten speck of fusion on the horizon. From this, Pilgrim understood that she was looking east to the sunrise. Because it's always good to know your options, Pilgrim immediately turned to the west. There she was mildly surprised to see the remains of a racetrack. She'd never been to a racetrack before, but she recognized it as the sort of place in movies where people would go to bet on horses. The facility had fallen into ruin. The lawn at the center of the track was overgrown and gone to seed. The bleachers were empty. Most of the light fixtures were broken and plywood covered the doors. In some areas, Pilgrim could see bright jumbles of graffiti on the, faint, on the faded paint. Pilgrim looked back to the east. She couldn't see anything beyond the empty field. There were no buildings or trees. All she could see were the people. And the people were beyond number. Pilgrim was bumped from behind. A man pushed his way through the crowd, jostling others as he went. Someone demanded, where do you think you're going? The man replied, I don't care as long as it's away from this crowd. There was more shouting around her, but it was interrupted by the spit crackle of amplified sound. Everyone turned their faces toward the racetrack. Along the racetrack, speakers were mounted on metal poles. The speakers looked like trumpets. A voice declared, please proceed to your final destination. The race has concluded. Please proceed to your final destination. Broad is the road that leads to destruction. Narrow is the road that leads to life. Please be advised. The race has concluded. Proceed to your final destination. 
the whole crowd was silent for a moment. Then everyone began to shout at once. Some voices demanded more information. I don't see any road, they cried. What is the broad road? How do we know if it's the narrow road? Other voices challenged the speaker. Who are you, they demanded. Why should we listen to you? Who do you think you are telling people where to go? The speakers gave no reply. Already, the crowd was shifting. Almost no one wanted to stay in place. However, there was no obvious destination. Some people pushed their way onto the old racetrack. They pulled at the unyielding doors. Some people toppled the speaker poles in frustration. They inflicted damage or searched for clues. Meanwhile, most people were moving east. The amplified voice had warned, broad is the road that leads to destruction, narrow is the road that leads to life. Although it sounded very ominous, it wasn't very practical advice. Pilgrim had no idea where to go. She could, however, see the destruction that befell the abandoned racetrack. She decided it was best to create some distance between herself and that destruction. And so Pilgrim turned her face to the east and she started walking. The density of the crowd was much diminished as people separated themselves from one another. Sometimes the separation was quite intentional. A group of young people expressed their disdain for the elderly. You plod along like dinosaurs, they said. You have arthritis in your hips and inflammation in your knees. Get out of the way, you geezers. This caused many of the old people to reply, be off with you then. You teeny boppers have bad manners and no respect. We wash our hands of you. The gregarious separated themselves from the introverts. The spontaneous separated themselves from the list makers. If two people disagreed about the proper way to make a grilled cheese sandwich, they put greater distance between themselves. People talked about everything from the New York Yankees to the minimum wage to the number of angels that could dance on the head of a pin. Every disagreement drove them further and further and further apart. By noon, the crowd had spread itself so thin that Pilgrim was walking by herself. Given the growing distance between people, she was surprised to see about 30 people all walking together in single file. Toward the head of this remarkable procession, one person sat in a padded chair. His chair was held aloft by pole bearers who carried him along. Pilgrim approached the group and asked, is that man injured? Oh no, a member of the group replied. Don't you remember? It's just like the voice told us, narrow is the road that leads to life. The man who leads us has been blessed by God. The narrow road has been revealed to him. He tells us where to go, and we follow his direction. As if on cue, the man seated on a palaquin gestured for the caravan to stop. He shaded his eyes and made a careful show of looking for the right path. He turned his gaze to the left. And to the right, finally he pointed in a particular direction and the whole group started moving once more. Pilgrim let that group pass and continued on her way. 
A short time later, she came across another group. This one was wading through a rivulet of shallow water at the bottom of a ditch. Their footsteps churned the ditch water into mud. It smelled terrible and stuck to their shoes. The people looked uniformly miserable. What are you doing in that ditch? Pilgrim asked them. One of them replied, we are walking the narrow path. The mud walker held her hands close together to indicate the confines of their chosen route. She added, broad is the path that leads to destruction. Pilgrim asked, what makes you think this smelly ditch is the narrow path? Because it's unpleasant, the woman replied. By walking this way, we will earn our reward. Okay, said Pilgrim, good luck with that. She let this group pass and continued to walk on her way. By late afternoon, the abandoned racetrack was just a memory. Even now, Pilgrim saw no obvious destination. Her feet were getting sore. She was starting to feel a little sorry for herself. Shadows grew longer and the sun began to set. Pilgrim heard the sound of laughter. She saw the flicker of firelight up ahead. Pilgrim was drawn by the warmth of the fire. She saw a group of people seated together around the flames. They looked happy. Who are you? Pilgrim asked. We're just people, someone said. Why are you together? Pilgrim asked. I guess we like each other, answered one person in the group. This made everyone laugh. Are you walking the narrow path? Pilgrim asked. No, someone replied, we're just walking together. But someone else said, maybe this is the narrow path. The woman who suggested this poked the fire. A fountain of sparks rose through a curtain of smoke. She said, you know the story of the Good Samaritan. The priest walked around the person in need, and then the Levite walked around the person in need. That kind of walking makes a broad path. The Samaritan walked right to the person in need. Maybe that kind of walking is what makes the path narrow. When people don't like each other, they spread out more and more. Maybe destruction is just what happens when we drift apart. And walking together is the path that leads to life. It's only narrow because we're together. What is the broad path that tempts you? What is the narrow path that brings you life.